So, tonight, for Christmas, I'd like us to think about what God is like. Um, Because there's some people that say you can't know God. But at Christmas, what we recall shows us that actually we can know God because he's made himself known. That the God who was invisible has made himself visible. So I want to make three points about that, or maybe think about the same thing three different ways. That first, Christmas shows us that God is close to us, that he is involved in the details of our lives. That even though sometimes it can feel as if God is far away from us, what we recall at Christmas is that actually he's come close that he's involved in the small details of our lives. That the God who existed eternally chose to enter our world and to be born as one of us, to be born a little baby in a stable. That he entered real life, hard life. That he didn't choose to be born in a palace, But he was born in a stable. And when that child grew up, he became a carpenter. He did real work. The Gospels record he shed real tears. He wept, it says, at the death of his own friend, Lazarus. Before he died, he was in um, such emotional torment that he sweat blood and then went on to carry his cross and die on the cross for us. That in all this and much more, what we recall being started, manifest, showed at Christmas, is that God came among us as one of us, close to us in the details of our lives. But second, Christmas also shows that God is active in our world. And again, this is important because sometimes it can seem as if God isn't active, isn't, in a sense, doing stuff. But what we would call it Christmas shows the opposite. That this child who is born was prophesied before his birth, that God was active, getting ready for his birth. That no one in all of human history has ever been announced before they've existed, but Jesus was. It was announced that he would be born of a virgin, that he would be born in the town of Bethlehem, that he would be born of the tribe of Judah, that there are all these things of this prophesied Messiah that were announced before even he came because God was active, doing stuff, getting it ready. Then as we heard in that gospel account, there were miracles at his birth, that the angels 
appeared in the sky to the shepherds and guided them to the stable. That a star appeared in the sky and guided the wise men. And that that baby, when he grew, did all kinds of wonders. He healed the sick. He gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, that the lame walked. That he was active in teaching, teaching the ignorant, teaching us ignorant, teaching us about life, teaching us about God, teaching us about heaven. That he even raised the dead. And himself, when he died, rose again. That in all this that was first publicly manifest at Christmas, we see God active, doing stuff among us. Now my third and last point, in a sense bringing this together, is that Christmas shows that God is real. That he took flesh and was born of a virgin. That you can only take flesh if you're real. That some people think that God's a kind of vague thing, or they think, well, a nice idea. It'd be kind of nice if there was some kind of God up there. But rather what we recall at Christmas is the opposite, that he's not just a nice idea, but he's real. He took flesh, he became one of us, a babe in Bethlehem. So to sum that all up, the eternal God, transcendent, beyond us, invisible, that he has become visible. So the next time you wonder, can we know God? Well, think of the crib at Christmas. That the God who sometimes seems distant has shown himself to be close and involved. The God who sometimes seems inactive at Christmas has shown himself doing so much. And the God who some speak of as a vague spirit at Christmas has shown himself to be definite and to take flesh. That at Christmas we recall we can truly know God because he's made himself known.